Hi, Disney fans. This week, we're talking all about Raven's Home with Raven Simone herself. Yep, that's her. Raven's Home Season 6 was actually announced by Raven and the rest of the cast at D23 Expo last year. Oh, snap! This season <laughs> kicked off with a hilarious two-part trip to London, and we can't wait to see what else Season 6 has in store. I'm Hunter. I'm Sherry, and this is D23 Inside Disney. Okay, Sherry. Hunter. What a special guest we have today. Did oh. you watch Raven growing up? Were you watching That's So Raven? Oh my goodness. Yes. I loved That's So Raven growing up. <laughs> it was one of my favorite Disney Channel shows. I admired Raven's sense of humor, her fashion her friendships, and of course, her ability to see into the future. I just loved that show so much. Did you? So did I. Incomparable. And I'll be honest, I still use some catchphrases from the show. If something <laughs> happens, I'm like, that is so Raven, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely was the kid who would pretend to have her psychic abilities and, you know, just like gaze into nothing for a moment and pretend that I was seeing into the future. It's the but, future uh, you can see, absolutely. Exactly. Do you have a favorite moment from the show? Yes, I actually have a favorite episode. It's called The Road to Audition. Do you remember this episode? What happens in that episode? Okay, so this is a great one. It's all about Raven and her friends trying to get discovered by an undercover talent agent who is booking the stars. They're, the show within the show is called Undercover Superstar. and Raven is convinced that a janitor is undercover at her school <laughs> scouting talent. So around every corner, you've got Chelsea singing a song. You've got Raven singing a song. Everyone in the school is trying to get discovered. Lo and behold, this janitor is undercover, not as an undercover superstar talent scout, but as a health inspector. So <laughs> hilarity ensues. It's such a good episode. Paula Abdul is in it. The songs oh. like still stick with me. It's so good. How about you? Do you have a favorite moment? Yes. I, I always loved how the visions, like she thought it would be one way and it turns out to be something else. And I know it's, yeah. they do that in Raven's home too, which is, is so fun. I do remember that episode. That episode's great. The moment that, that really stands out to me is when Chelsea and Raven are pretending to be window cleaners. Do you remember this Oh yeah. Episode? Oh my gosh. Took me back. And when I was a kid, anytime that episode was on, everyone stop what you're doing. We're watching this right now. <laughs> yes. That episode in season one, I believe it's called Test of Friendship. Ooh, I got to go back and watch that. And I got to rewatch The Road to Audition. Learn yeah. those songs again. Well, speaking of Raven and how great she is in the show, Raven outside of the show is amazing did you know that she became a series producer at the age of 19 what I, yes I, I was doing nothing at 19 that's incredible <laughs> same i was just staring off into space pretending to be raven <laughs> <laughs> and raven even directs episodes of raven's home now she's directed more than 10 episodes wow i know she can really do it all raven can truly do anything mm -hmm. so Raven's son on the show, Booker, he also has inherited Raven's psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. Would you want those abilities if you had the choice? You know what? On the surface, I would say, yes, that would be amazing to see into the future. The things I would change if I knew what was coming. However, having seen the shows, I'm going to say no, because <laughs> they tend to get themselves into a lot of trouble that ends up making a very, very, very good show, but might not end up making a great life. <laughs> 
reality. It'd be funny. <laughs> I feel like it would just add another level of nonsense in my life that I don't need. But yes. if I knew it was accurate, maybe. But it, it sounds like it hardly ever is. So <laughs> true. Sounds like you mostly always get like a little glimpse into the future with no context. And context is key, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> You know, That's a Raven, it really made waves in a lot of ways. Did you know it was Disney Channel's first multi-camera production? What? No, I did not know that. That is so cool. The shows before that, they were all either animated or, or single camera. And then here comes That's a Raven with multiple cameras. Well, yeah, now that I can picture her like turning and having a vision, that's a different camera <laughs> than the one we had saw before. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, I did not know that. Let's do a little more trivia. Are you down, Sherry? I'm down. All right, let's do it. Where does Raven's home take place? Multiple choice. A, Los Angeles. B, San Diego. C, San Francisco. Or D, New York City. Oh, man. Oh, snap. <laughs> um... A hint, it's the same place that that's a raven takes place. aha okay that is a great hint because i'm pretty certain that's a raven takes place in c san francisco you are correct yay woohoo i saw into the future and i saw that that was the answer that one turned out to be true yeah yeah <laughs> all right i've got one for you hunter how okay. many episodes has raven played raven baxter a 100 b 133 c 180 or d 212 oh my gosh that's a tough one hmm just that's a raven or raven's home too i gonna go with c 180 a great guess a great number the answer is d 212 wow yes that's a raven was the first Disney Channel series to reach 100 episodes. And at 112, Raven's Home is one of the longest running live action Disney Channel series. What? Isn't that wild? Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question here. Okay. How many other Raven Disney roles can you name, Sherry? Ooh. There's actually quite a few. I feel like it might be easier to name roles she has not played. Yes. I know she was never Mickey Mouse. Yes, not yet. I think. <laughs> not yet. Okay, I know she was Monique on Kim Possible. I loved that show. Oh my gosh, yes. And let's see. Okay, we got to bring up the DCOMs. Xenon, girl of the 21st century. Raven was a key part of that movie. Yes. And in more DCOMs, Cheetah Girls 1, Cheetah Girls 2. <laughs> what else? Oh, she was in the Princess Diaries 2. Yes. Oh, man, I feel like I'm forgetting some big ones. What am I missing? Those are some major ones there. She's Iridessa in the Disney Fairies movies oh, yeah. with Tinkerbell. She's Valkyrie in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, the TV show. Whoa. Yeah, she's Maria in Big City Greens. She's done a lot of voice acting for Disney, and she's also guest starred on a lot of ABC and Freeform shows. Ah, oh, that is so cool. What a multi-talented person. There's really nothing she can't do. Mm -hmm. She's been working in the entertainment industry for nearly, get this, 35 years. Whoa. What? <laughs> She's done so much great work with Disney and not to mention Make-A-Wish and more. And Sherry, you got to chat with her 
Yes, it's true. Courtney and I both got to chat with her and it was so great. My cheeks still hurt from smiling so much during the interview. One of my favorite people ever, Raven Simone. Welcome to the show. Yay. Welcome back, actually. I know. I'm so excited to be here. We are so happy to have you again. All right. Let's talk Raven's home. Talk about three things. I'm sure there are a million things, but what are three things you love about this season of Raven's home? Okay. Three things I love about this season of Raven's home. Booker and his friend group. I love his friend group, the adventures that they go on, the real life challenges that they face and overcome. Number two, I love Alice and her adventures in life. Being able to see a younger Baxter, super genius, you know, love seeing a female genius on television and her journey and how she interacts. Love that. And then number three, loving all of the guest stars that are coming on this season. Personal friends of mine, new talent that I'm so excited about, and some surprises as well. Awesome. Amazing. So you have directed almost a dozen episodes of the show. What was the most important thing that you learned when you were being directed that you bring to your directing now? The most important thing that I learned about directing is that you have to have communication. You don't always have to have the answers, but you have to know how to communicate it to others to help gather the right information to make the correct answer. You also have to trust your actors. Yes, most of my cast are kids, but that doesn't mean that they're not aware of their surroundings. And I think some directors keep kid mode in their head because they're adults. Well, they're just a kid. It doesn't matter. But being that I'm with my cast day in, day out, seven days a week for I don't know how long, I'm like, oh, you know what's up. So I don't have to micromanage that moment. So I give my cast freedom. I trust them. They know that I trust them. And that's what I've learned from directors that have come on my set. That's awesome. I feel like those are good lessons beyond directing. <laughs> from Raven to Guardians of the Galaxy, the animated series. So you guest voiced Valkyrie on the series. Have you met Tessa Thompson and did you exchange stories? I never met Tessa Thompson. We have oh. not exchanged stories. It's funny when I heard we were going to be talking about this, I had to Google it myself because it happened in 2019. And I truly believe 2020 was a full reset of everybody's memory. So I was like, who is that person? I have blonde hair. I have like three shirts on in the interview. I'm like, I don't even remember doing this. Oh, snap, I'm a part of the galaxy. Who the fuck is? <laughs> We've been in a weird time warp. I get that. <laughs> All right, hopefully you remember this. So you have had so many fun Disney shows on your roster from Big City Greens, Bunked, Blackish, The Bold Type, Nashville, Sunny with a Chance, Kim Possible. Do you have a favorite? Whoa, a favorite of mine would be Raven's Home. And that's so Raven. Yes, I'm egotistical. And yes, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> but to be 100, being on a show for that many seasons and working with the same group of people for so long, you create bonds that last throughout your entire life. Especially with these last two seasons of Raven's Home, there has been such camaraderie between the cast. We go and like we went to Killer Shrimp a couple weeks ago, all the cast members and like walked Marina Del Rey and we call each other if we need things outside of the industry. I think there 
is a family that was set up. And when you do guest stars on different shows and you're hopping around, yes, you create, you know, a good chemistry with people, but it's nothing like, you know, the chemistry that you create when you're working with someone day in and day out for over five years. I love that. You really get a sense for this like family camaraderie when watching both Raven's Home and That's a Raven. So that's awesome. Moving on to the Tinkerbell films. You are the voice of Iridessa. Did you ever do the voice for kids? Oh my goodness. No, I didn't do the voice. <laughs> but it's interesting that you said that because I'm also on Big City Greens and I did Kim Possible. And when I listen back, I hear myself, but I know that when I'm in the studio, it's been, you know, manipulated here and there. So even if someone said, do iridescent i'd be like uh you gonna have to let me hear it first <laughs> like they show me in, <laughs> like they do in the studio and then i can repeat it a lot of kids actually don't connect the two i don't get iridescent a lot when i'm running around i get monique more than i do iridescent ah. okay so we can't have you on the show and not talk about xenon do people still ask you to say zetus lapidus zetus lapidus you know that happens once every six months, you know, you'll have someone that's a little bit younger than me. And when I mean little bit, I mean like four years younger than me. And I'm like, girl, you're showing your age. Don't even start. It's so interesting because what I do get in my own head sometimes is zoom, zoom, zoom. Like, yeah, go boom, boom. That supernova yes. girl. Like that song stayed in my body like 80 years later. <laughs> Iconic. I'm also still just reeling from the fact that we got an oh snap out of you a couple answers ago. So between that, Zoom Zoom <laughs> and Zoom Zoom Zoom, I'm living right now. Oh, I didn't even know I said it. Hilarious. <laughs> Are you in touch with your fellow Cheetah Girls at all? Yeah, I talked to Adrian. Congratulations, becoming a mother. We're in talks to do a project together. And I visited her on her new set over at E and she's on Raven's Home. Of course, our paths cross a lot now that we're adults. And one of the fun conversations that we have is like, wow, we've been at this, you know, head to head with no competition, but just in the same race head to head throughout our entire career. And we've maintained friendship in such a positive, uplifting way. And that's hard, both females, both, you know, doing similar things but we love each other and uh, i think that's a friendship that will last forever i love that so do you have a favorite memory from filming the princess diaries 2 yes my favorite memory of filming princess diaries 2 would be obviously singing with julie andrews up on that stage i rarely get nervous like the only times you'll really see me nervous is when i have to accept award and i do not have a script in front of me like anytime i have to speak without a script is very dangerous for everyone <laughs> the other time i'll get extremely nervous is when i'm standing next to mary poppins singing a song and like also performing but seeing that she's so poised and i'm over here like sweet sweet bubblicious <laughs> bubblegum poppiness like absolutely ridiculous sour sweet and she's just smooth Werther's original like it was crazy I was nervous and I enjoyed the whole thing oh that is so cool what was mattress surfing like <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember mattress surfing <laughs> like that whole experience was eclipsed by her I do not remember mattress surfing now even you said that I'm like oh that's right I did do that 
but I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember. That is the Julie Andrews effect. It happens. It happens. <laughs> you no, know, you put things in perspective. I mean, like mattress surfing, which I'm sure I've done in my own home or a version <laughs> of it compared to, you know, a spoonful of sugar queen. So cool. Okay. Well, you and Lily Singh co-hosted the Disney branded television panel at D23 Expo last year. What was your favorite moment? Did you meet anyone there who you were so excited to see? Tell us all about it. Well, the best moment about D23 and hosting with Lily is that we became friends afterwards. We chilled, we have conversations on text, we confide in each other. So I made a friend. That was the best part. As for the event itself, seeing the faces of all of the super fans of Disney, of Disney Channel, of Disney branded television was humbling. And I would love to go back. We had such a great time meeting the fans in the meet and greet. We had such a great time in our uh, conversation on stage with them and connecting with people that have supported you and the people that are the reason I have a career, I think is so important and I will never forget it. Awesome. Okay. So we love to do Disney favorites here on the podcast and it cannot be a project that you have been a part of. So I know (laughs) it leaves like two things. I know. Seriously. (laughs) So Raven, what is your favorite Disney animated movie? Oh, my favorite Disney animated movie is Lion King and Wally. The two for love it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Favorite Disney song. Sing sweet nightingale. Sing sweet nightingale. And it's so short, but I thought it was one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard, still to this day. Cinderella, for those who don't know. (laughs) All right. Favorite Disney Parks attraction? (gasps) The Avatar ride. Yes. But I haven't been in a while, and I heard that the Tron ride is so amazing. I can't wait to go back. All right. Favorite character to get a photo with? Favorite character to get a photo with? Goofy and Stitch. I know you said favorite, but I have twos of everything. So sorry. (laughs) It's hard to pick between those two. Yes, for sure. Okay. And your favorite Disney park snack. Oh, that's easy. I got one. Oh no, I have two. Oh man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The turkey leg and the dole whip. Turkey leg. Wow. What a combo. A little savory, a little sweet. (laughs) Talk to me. I'm eating my legs and sucking on a dole whip. Don't play. (laughs) All right. And our very last question that we ask all of our guests, which we've asked you before, but hopefully there's a different one today. What is your favorite Disney memory? My favorite Disney memory is coming to me from when I was a child. And this was even before I was on Disney Channel. This was like when I was doing Mr. Cooper, the Cosby show. And I would go to Disney World. Wow. Now it's really flying back. Have you guys noticed I can't answer directly? Like I have to give you a few things. <laughs> I'm going to tell the story and it's like one thing. So see if you can pick up the things I'm talking about. Anyway, I would go and there would be a parade and there would always be a celebrity that stuck their hand in cement. And I did about three or four of those when I was younger. And I remember when that would happen, I would go to two restaurants every single time with the same guy. I used to be friends with this guy. I'd go to two restaurants. One was the Hoop Did You Review, and one was the, I don't remember the name of it, but it was uh, the Big Ocean Restaurant. 
in the ocean restaurant, you would sit in front of this big tank and you would see all the fish swim. And the reason those things pop out to me was because recently when I tried to go, they stopped making butter in the shape of Mickey. And that was mm-hmm. one of my favorite things. And my guide no longer is a guide there. And he was always a favorite. Like we knew him so well. We've met his mom. He told Aww. me all of the cool information about Epcot and how many triangles are on this thing behind you, Courtney. And like <laughs> when I was younger, it hit me more because I loved the whole, you know, extravagance of it all. As I got older, I was like, I know all this now. So can't even tell me nothing. You can't do nothing new. I already know. But yeah, it was Hoop Did You Review, The Ocean Restaurant, My Guide, and Sticking My Hand in Cement and Being a Part of a Parade. That doesn't happen as much anymore. So yeah, those are great memories. Oh, I love that. We got to bring back the Mickey-shaped butter. (laughs) Oh yeah, I heard that they stopped because kids were sad when you'd eat their ear. And then (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) It was good taste of butter. It was like kind of sweet. I remember that butter, honey. You know, it was soft. Ooh, it's getting hard butter at a tape. We need a soft Yeah. (laughs) I could really go for some butter right now. <laughs> and a turkey leg. And a yeah. dole whip. And a dole whip. Let's go, ladies. Let's get off this podcast. And go. <laughs> well, Raven, thank you so much for coming on our show again. It was so nice catching up with you. And congrats on Raven's home. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me a part of the podcast. Love you guys every time. Hope to see you soon. Hope to see you soon. Thank you, Raven. Bye. Thank you. Wow. I am still reeling from the fact that she said, oh, snap, organically. Like that is just part of her vocab. (laughs) I feel like after you play a character for 212 episodes, it just becomes part of who you are, you know? Totally. That makes sense. Once you hit 211, you're getting close. But 212 is when you really (laughs) seal it in. Well, it is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Up first, we've got Avatar The Way of Water. It is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Woohoo! So I know this is five fantastic things to watch this weekend. Technically, this started streaming Wednesday, but why not stream it this weekend? It's too big not to include. Oh, I loved Avatar The Way of Water. I cannot wait mm-hmm. to watch that again. And you know what else I can't wait to watch? What? Haley's On It, which premieres today on Disney Channel and Disney XD. And then it streams Friday, June 9th on Disney+. Plus. Ooh. Yeah. Ali'i Cravalho from Moana stars as Haley, a risk-averse but resourceful teenager on a mission to complete every item on her long list of challenging and sometimes impractical tasks to save the world. Yes, really, she's saving the world. This sounds pretty good, Sherry. It does. I mean, the stakes sound pretty high. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ali, so yeah. (laughs) Same, 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 same. We've also got Mickey Mouse Funhouse, a new episode airing Friday at 7.30 in the morning on Disney Channel and at noon on Disney Junior. So there's two stories in this episode, and one of them is called You Gotta Be Kitten Me. Kitten. (laughs) as in cats. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very into that. As a new cat owner, I'm very anything cats. I'm like, yes. <laughs> It'd be great to watch that with a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Mm. Flamin' Hot premieres Friday, June 9th on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Helmed by Eva Longoria in her directorial debut, Flamin' Hot is the inspiring story of Richard Montañez, the Frito-Lay janitor who channeled his Mexican-American heritage and upbringing to turn the iconic Flamin' Hot Cheetos into a snack that disrupted the food industry and became a global pop 
culture phenomenon. You ever wanted Ooh. to know where Flamin' Hot Cheetos came from? I have. This is the movie for you. Oh, perfect. Okay, and what better way to cap off the weekend than with a new episode of Raven's Home on Sunday at 8 o'clock on Disney Channel. So this episode is called Ain't That a Sidekick in the Head? So we've got Booker and Neil. They're volunteering at the hospital and hijinks ensue. I got to use the word ensue more. That's so fun. <laughs> Me too. And I'll work it in. Hijinks yeah. ensue. We'll work it into more. More of our everyday vocab. And oh, snap. Oh, snap. And yep, that's her. <laughs> well, Thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. If you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with another fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney. And hijinks will ensue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, count on it.